This time on Culture File, the second part of our conversation with American composer and environmentalist John Luther Adams. In his back catalogue, which has been admired by the likes of Taylor Swift, you'll find works such as Become Ocean or Become Desert, which marshal huge orchestral forces to make music with geological heft. But are the forces and technologies of a symphony orchestra a good fit for music concerned with the health of planet Earth? If I may embrace your metaphor of technology with an outmoded term or a dated term from, I remember the 1970s, you know, when the nascent um, environmental movement was um, in its heyday, um, there was a term appropriate technology, which now, I don't know what it's become, alternative energy or, or, or some other buzzwords that have been co-opted by by fossil fuel industries and 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 the voracious machinery of uh, of late capitalism but this idea of um, not trying to cut butter with a chainsaw maybe my technology is is becoming simpler and simpler maybe it's um, it's back to my early days backpacking and running rivers and 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 scrambling up um, mountains or trekking across the Arctic coastal plain. You know, maybe maybe metaphorically speaking, the technology that I'm using now is my tent, my backpack, and, uh, um, and, and a good water bottle. And yet, uh, very recently, you have become desert, which in terms of its carbon footprint is actually quite a, an immense thing because you've mobilized so many people to bring that together. It's not a hobo's no, kind of uh, no. performance. No, and uh, this weekend, I will reluctantly travel uh, north to, of all places, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which I've taken to calling the Paris of the Plains, where we will premiere uh, what I vow will be my final orchestral work. It, um, it's called An Atlas of Deep Time, which relates to the piece that's, uh, that's being performed in Ireland, A Brief Descent into Deep Time, the choral work that, uh, that's being heard there. And the text is composed entirely from the, the colors, the names, and the ages of the geologic layers of the Grand Canyon. If you go down what we know uh, beneath the Colorado River, the bottom of the canyon, if you go all the way from the from the rim of the canyon down through the canyon and into the river and into the earth underneath the river, you've encompassed um, r- roughly two billion years of the Earth's history, um, which, you know, is less than half, <laughs> to put it in perspective. In this new piece, An Atlas of Deep Time, it's um, even more preposterous than become ocean or become desert. Ocean has the symphony orchestra, the full symphony orchestra, broken into three different ensembles. That wasn't enough space for me, and in become desert, which was inspired by you know my life in in the Sonoran Desert of Mexico and and the Atacama in Chile, I added a choir of of voices, human voices, and an even larger ensemble, and broke the the orchestra into five different choirs, if you will, scattered around 
the audience, not only on stage, but out in the house. In this new piece, there are six choirs or, or musical ensembles. <laughs> so <laughs> it, we're reaching the saturation point, but it should be a glorious noise. I say that this is my last orchestral work because, because in part of what you're suggesting, that, that, that the symphony orchestra does have a huge carbon footprint. But more than that, I feel as though, uh, back to what we were, we, were, we were saying about, you know, a new culture, imagining uh, a new culture, in 50 years, 100 years, will there still be symphony orchestras? Maybe. But I suspect they will be even more museums than they are now. I feel downright blessed to be, you know, pushing 70 years old, but still feel as though I'm, I'm near the peak of my game, that my best work may still lie ahead of me. You know, I think maybe my outdoor works and, um, and, and smaller pieces are going to be more practical and more useful. My, my path throughout my life has been to, to try and pay attention to the music um, and follow it wherever it may want to lead me next. And um, because the music is my life, the music is, you know, it's my, it's as close to a religious practice, a spiritual discipline as I get. But in a way, Luke, I feel as though the work is leading me back home to the place where I began um, with bird songs and percussion music and human voices, and over the last um, 15 years or so, I've composed uh, a number of pieces for outdoor performance. And that's very exciting to me creatively. It feels as though there's still a lot more for me to explore and possibly discover making music to be heard out of doors. And in some way, maybe those outdoor pieces will be more useful in the future. And perhaps um, Inuksuit or Sila or Cross the Distance or a new piece I'm working on called Crossing Open Ground, uh, perhaps those will turn out to be, um, you know, my most unique, the most unique part of my musical legacy. Who knows? It's not a composer's job to figure out um, that part. John Luther Adams there and a brief descent into deep time with Chamber Choir Ireland conducted by Paul Hillier is at Christchurch Cathedral Dublin this coming Saturday 30th at 8pm as part of New Music Dublin 2022.